We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's the Fan Afternoon Show, 12.50 a.m. The Fan. I'm Toby Altizer. That is Sam Schmitz. We are live from the Lakeland University studios. Let me tell you about a podcast that you need to check out on Odyssey. Of course, you know Kenny Main, former of ESPN. He's joined the Odyssey family now, and he has his own podcast, a new podcast, Hey Main. Each week, Kenny will talk to someone he knows a little and is fascinated by a lot, an athlete, a musician, a celebrity, and just about anybody else he comes in contact with, he'll have on there that he's interested in having on the podcast to talk with famous people. Download the Hey Main podcast on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast today, as well as want to remind you that charging a cell phone can be a lot like getting a booster shot. A booster is given to enhance or restore protection against a, or after a primary series vaccination, which wanes over time. So schedule an appointment when you are eligible. I want to continue talking about the Milwaukee Brewers. Who are the Brewers' unsung heroes in the first half of the season? 414-799-1250, or you can tweet us at 1250AMTheFan. Because I think it's interesting when you look around, who are the guys that maybe aren't getting the recognition that they deserve? We're going to talk a little bit about Devin Williams in here, even though he deserves the recognition, and I don't understand why he's not getting the recognition as a all-star. So we'll talk a little bit about him, but it's good to hear Dominic Catronio just go off on that. Sam, you went off on it just a little bit the other day, but you and him together... You should just start a campaign for Devin Williams, man. I just don't. I, it makes me frustrated that the managers who vote these pitchers in just don't realize like what I think baseball needs and like what the kids probably want to see, which is the most unhittable pitch in baseball. just doesn't make sense, which it's such a beautiful story, too. If you want to get kids to watch the game, that best pitch in baseball, Devin Williams' changeup, was basically crafted just you know messing with grips in the mm-hmm. backyard as a kid. And it translated to having major league success. I just I don't understand like, and I I kind of agree with Dominic too. Like I think we need to like kind of uh, refix the the way all star voting works and like who gets in because this Especially whole since- this this whole one representative per team. I'm sorry if it if it means all these guys getting snubbed. Like we need to get rid of that. Well, especially now that it doesn't have any bearing on anything. You know, it used to decide home field advantage for the World Series, which kind of crazy, but. At least then you say, well, just in case, we need every team to have someone there so they at least have a hand in deciding the home field advantage. Right? Like, I could see that sort of logic. Well, it doesn't decide anything now. So just do like the NBA, the NFL, like those things where you just put the best players in the All-Star game. Right. And I know it's kind of counterintuitive. Like, in the All-Star game, we probably want to see, like, home runs and stuff like that, but... I think we're in the day and age of we're in the golden age of like pitching right now. Yeah, cause because pitching ninja. These pitch, yeah, exactly. But these pitchers can do so much every day to like tweak their craft. Hitters mm-hmm. can only do so much. Like pitchers have all the advantage right now with, um, you know, cameras and, and grips and stuff like that. 
and velocity and movement and just the way how they can go in the lab and just kind of tweak their stuff every day and change so dramatically. And I think that, you know, we should be able to see then and we should be promoting like Devin Williams's changeup, Spencer Strider's fastball, like uh, Dominic Catronio was saying, like Sandy Alcantara too, who can just now it's like an old school pitcher with uh, Alcantara, like he can go eight innings almost every game and still throw 100 miles per hour. Like that, that is something to behold. 414-799-1250. Let's get out to Nate on the north side. Nate, what's going on, man? What's going on, Toby? How's it going, um, Nate? For, for me, I got a, I got, I think I got like two guys, two three guys. Um, Hobie Miller, Hobie Miller, Hobie Million, Milner. Milner. There you go. I like that though. Hobie Millionaire. We got it. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Because <laughs> um, first of all, he's he. When guys start going out, especially as far as injuries in the bullpen, he definitely stepped up um, and ate up some big innings for Craig in the bullpen, um, not only getting the lefties out but getting the righties out as well. Um, he, 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 came, he was able to come in when got, when got went down. He was able to come in in the fifth and sixth inning and give you, and give you length. Um, in that spot, which the Brewers de- des- uh, desperately needed, um, so uh, I got him as one. Um, even though, and then Rowdy Tellez, even though he's been struggling as of late, um, to come in and um, I felt I always felt that he was he was an everyday player for me. Um, I just felt that he needed an opportunity, and he's made the most of it uh, to where. Craig had no choice but to um, throw him in there, throw him in there every day. Um, so I felt he took advantage of his opportunities. Um, if you didn't have Rowdy Tellez on his team, and uh, not only what he does offensively, but I don't think people talk enough about his defense. You know, mm-hmm. um, the defense has been struggling all year, but it's not it's not because of Rowdy Tellez um, picking balls out of the dirt. Um, saving short throws in between hops, um, and keep be, and doing all of that while being able to keep his foot on the bag and also feel his position very well. Um, you have to give him credit for that. And then another guy um, that I feel is Victor Caratini. Um, Do you steal my list, dude? This is who all dudes I was going to hit on. <laughs> Toby, great minds think alike. But Victor Caratini, he 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 came in short notice, um, a couple of days before the season, and learned these pitchers very well. Um, he's he's been able to be a switch hitter on in the starting lineup and off the bench. Even though I feel, even though I do feel that Omar should be getting a little bit more time, you can't go wrong with having Victor Caratini in there mm-hmm. um, because he he provides he him and Omar provide almost the same same thing. And then he and then also his defense. Um, even though he had a blip yesterday, but his defense, as far as getting to know these pitchers, being able to call the games, um, and his defense behind the plate, that's what. Because I think uh, I was watching the game uh, like last week, and they said that Omar and Victor combined for like uh, like a top ten as far as defense efficiency among a, a, a catcher group. So these guys have been able to. Um, He's a big part of being able to uh, keep guys from stealing on us and giving up extra runs behind the plate. So uh, those are my three guys uh, for, for for the first for the first week at, for the first uh, half of the season. All right, Nate, appreciate it, man. I agree with all those. No problem. 
414-799-1250. Let's get out to Pete, who's in Bayview. Pete, what's up, man? Hey, how you doing? Good, how about you? All right, so this uh, may surprise you and a lot of people with what I'm going to say here, but what this offense has been missing all year long was a guy who can get on base, a guy who hits near 300, and yeah, we could still use another one, but my recognition goes to Christian Yelich because ever since he's been moved to the leadoff spot. I'm telling you, y'all stole my list. This is on my list, too. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, he's he's hit 300. He gets on base. He's been exactly what they needed at the top of the order. That's what you would have looked for if you were going to go out and look for somebody. Somebody who hits 300 and walks and Mm -hmm. gets on base. And ever since he's been moved to the leadoff hitter, he has been that guy. I mean, he's not, you know, he's not hitting home runs like he did during his MVP MVP season. But hey, he's been exactly what they needed, and I think he is an extreme unsung hero. Absolutely, I totally agree, Pete. Appreciate the phone call, man. Thanks. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Sam, I have one, two, three, four, five, six guys in my notes. I mentioned Devin Williams. He's not necessarily an unsung hero, but I want to talk about him in this sense. They've stolen the other ones. I have one more guy. I've already talked about him a little bit with Sparky earlier, but let's see if Trav and Brown Deer can get it. Trav, who's the other guy on my list? Craig Council, I hope. No, it's not Craig, but I guess no. you could you could throw Craig in there if you want. I'm talking players only. Right, right, because, uh, you know, why are your brewers, you know, you know, batting averages are down? I know we talk about sports, but in, you know, politics, I'm going to say, you know, I'm not here, but all these players, what? what's going on around the world right now affects them. And sure. In, in similar ways, and, and, and maybe it's that. So Of course. Um I think, you know, they're paying attention, you know, and, yeah. oh, it's, you know, and uh, yeah. I-, I love you guys, and I heard Bart, everybody said it. If everybody loved everybody, like Rocky, right? Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Jackie Moon said, E-L-E, everybody, everybody love everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. Love you guys, man. We love we you lo- too, Trav. We love you too, Trav. Bye. All right, so since everyone's stolen my list. By the way, I, I always want to remind people that Tim Allen always loves you guys, too. I love you, too. <laughs> Do you know who the last guy on my list was? Um, is it Tyrone Taylor? No, it's not. It's not. I He's- mean, I, when we say unsung heroes, I assume we're going with, like, you know, not the Devin Williamses, not the Christian Yelchs, not well, the Rowdy okay. Tillis. Like, I want, like, specific guys. Because, like, leadoff Christian Yelich yeah. has been an un. He's been batting 289 in the leadoff spot this year. It's great. Post April and May, Andrew McCutcheon. Yeah, I mean, obviously McCutcheon, he's been like the MVP of this team because obviously he's been hitting for power and stuff like that. Like, I just thought we were going with like the um, like the lesser known players. Yeah, I mean that's fine too. Okay, I, I think right. you, you, that's why I want to recognize Hobie Milner, Trevor. Got here's the thing: if we're what trying we, to get okay, someone for, on this offense, hold on, that's first, a, hold on, hold on, okay, hold on. What are we calling our awards? We call them the 1250s. We call them the Knights Gourmet Popcorn 1250s. Uh, yes. We, All right. Since you don't have an idea, we're just going to go with that. I want to name these awards. Uh, Sorry. Stupid, but I just want to do it. <laughs> no. The Knights Gourmet Popcorn 1250s. Yeah, I like it. I like All it. Right. All right. 
So Andrew McCutcheon gets a Knights Gourmet popcorn Hold on. at twelve fifty. Post April and May, Andrew McCutcheon. Yeah. So he gets a twelve fifty because let me read you his stats. Since then, in thirty six games, hundred and fifty eight plate appearances, he's had forty three hits. He's batted three oh seven, on base percentage of three eighty, slugging four seventy nine for an OPS of eight fifty eight, six homers and twenty one RBIs. Again in thirty six games, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Can he keep it up? That's the other thing. All right, so then our next one. This is just my list, all right, for our 1250s, presented by Knight's Gourmet Popcorn. Lead off Christian Yelich. This is the difference of Yelly from third in the order to first in the order. This season, when he has batted third in 51 games, 221 plate appearances, he batted 214 on base of 312, slugging 339. Scored 29 runs, had hit four homers and 18 RBIs. So, a little bit of production, but not what you'd like. Since he's moved to the leadoff spot in 29 games, 134 plate appearances, he's batted 290, and on base of 391, slugged 412 for an 803 OPS. He scored 22 runs, hit three homers, and driven in 10 runs. So, leadoff Christian Yelich, another one for me. All right, there's two of mine. Uh Congratulations, Christian. Congratulations, Andrew McCutcheon. <laughs> I'm sure those uh, those 1250 awards are probably worth more than the MVPs those guys have won. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> they'll, right. they'll make sure to put those at the front of their trophy case. What do you um, got? Should we take a break or should we keep on uh, giving out some nice gourmet popcorn no, we'll keep 1250s? Rolling. We'll keep rolling. All right, should we go with my list? Yeah, let's go with your list. All right. For my... Night's Gourmet Popcorn 1250. We've mentioned a lot of them. I'll just uh, kind of recap some of the previous winners um, that Nate and a couple of our other callers brought up. Uh, Trevor Gott and Hobie Milner obviously deserve mm-hmm. some uh, Night's Gourmet Popcorn 1250s as Absolutely. far as the unsung heroes of the Milwaukee Brewers this season just because, I mean, who knew that these guys would a- actually pan out to be having pretty good seasons and then on top of that be pitching in high leverage situations. So round of applause for uh, Trevor Gott and Hobie Milner. Congratulations on your awards. Um, some guys that we touched on for a little bit, but I think deserve a little more recognition. Um, I, I saw a couple of people on Twitter who uh, commented on our question about who is the unsung heroes for the Milwaukee Brewers this season. Nick also brought up Victor Caratini. I know Nate talked about Victor Caratini, but I didn't really think about that. Like he really does deserve a Knights Gourmet Popcorn twelve fifty. Oh, one hundred percent. Because going into the season when Pedro Severino got suspended for the PEDs, all of a sudden the Brewers were scrambling, like, oh, you got Omar, but who's gonna be your second catcher? And um to trade for Victor Caratini and then to also on top of that, I think they got Alex Jackson too. But nowadays we're talking about, you know, well, we don't care about Pedro Severino anymore. Like he's just a third catcher now, but like we're good if we just have Omar Narvaez and uh, Victor Caratini. On top of that, he's had some great moments, too. On top of the walk-off home run against the Chicago Cubs to win the game, like he really has had some clutch walks and mm-hmm. some clutch you know, at-bats to get rallies started that the Brewers have ended up winning. So shout-out to Victor Caratini for his Knights Gourmet Popcorn 1250. Um, the last guy on my list, as far as unsung heroes, not, the, not another mainstream guy, but really uh, kind of a – one of the better hitters for the Milwaukee Brewers in the last couple of months was Tyrone Taylor, who stepped up a lot. I mean, we've been preaching it, myself especially. Good things happen when Tyrone Taylor gets at-bats, and thankfully 
it was so good that eventually um, Lorenzo Kane had to be DFA'd to split time with Jonathan Davis in center field. So it's kind of um, – I think we kind of forget about him because he's obviously on the concussion list and uh, kind of cooled off a little bit before that. But Tyrone Taylor, man, oh, man. I'm sure Brewers offense would love to have him back in the lineup as well. Yeah, so hopefully he gets home too. soon. Or hopefully he gets home soon. Hopefully he comes back into the lineup soon and uh, can he, you know, keep hitting dingers. So congratulations to Tyrone Taylor for a night's gourmet popcorn 1250. Are there any other guys that we're missing? One guy that uh, Nick brings up on a, replying to our tweet, Jace Peterson. I think Jace Peterson can be in there. Uh, I think yeah, I think Jace definitely deserves. Well, I mean, just kind of doing his thing, kind of getting back to you know on base. Jace, utility so, guy, and he's come up with some big plays. He gets a little bit frustrating because he's kind of had to play bigger than what his role usually is. He's been more than just the utility guy. So I understand if some people are like, oh, Jace Peterson. But when he's been in his role, he's given you exactly what you want out of Jace. Well, I mean, after last night's game, we got to talk about the hero of last night, who not only drove in the game-winning run, has had some amazing catches in mm-hmm. center field. Hasn't really been hitting all that great, not that bad, but um, had also the at-bat of the night before that with a, what, 13-pitch at-bat? to drive up Carlos Rodon's pitch count, give it up for Jonathan Davis. How about that? Yeah, how about it? Congrats, congratulations, Jonathan. Probably the biggest award you'll ever win in your life. <laughs> nice gourmet popcorn, 1250. <laughs> is that supposed to be an insult to him or I a mean, compliment to our award? Is he ever going to win a silver slugger, uh, MVP? I don't think so. Hey, so. dude, he, he could win a player of the week or something like that. I mean, come on. I think that is kind of a backhanded compliment, but, I mean, am I going to be wrong? <laughs> Can you say I'm wrong? <laughs> I I cannot. I cannot. I don't know. Could he win a gold glove maybe? Something like that. I don't know if he's ever going to play enough for that. Yeah. So I think I'm pretty safe to say what I just said, that this will probably be the biggest award that he's ever going to win. In the <laughs> I, majors. He's probably won a bunch of stuff in like high school and college and all that. I don't care. <laughs> the biggest award you're ever going to win is this made-up thing that we're doing at 440 in the middle of Ju- July. Hell yeah. All sports. <laughs> On a show that... Has the most generic name ever, the Fan Afternoon oh, Show. How have we? Okay, our last one for um, unsung heroes for the Milwaukee Brewers this season. Mark Adonacio. Oh, yeah, shut up. All right, our last night's gourmet popcorn twelve fifty for unsung heroes for the Milwaukee Brewers this season. I'm surprised we've uh, kind of waited this long. Oh, I wish I had the drop to uh, George Costanza's ringtone and all that, and like. Oh, Jason Alexander? Yeah, Jason Alexander. How can how is he not an unsung mm. hero? Look, okay, Toby, you have a promo saying that you'd rather watch Jason Alexander pitch for reasons that are probably not good for this argument, but let me make my case. <laughs> go ahead. I want to hear it. So, I mean, we've had multiple pitchers in the starting rotation go down. Uh, Freddie Peralta and then Adrian Hauser on top of that. And at the point, too, like Brandon Woodruff was also on the injured list. And yeah. it was looking kind of grim with the Raynaud syndrome. We wouldn't know exactly when Woody was going to come back. And for Jason Alexander to come up, I mean, let's be honest. It was the day after, like, Ethan Small was called up for his Major League debut. Mm-hmm. Let, let's be honest. Raise your hand if you thought Jason Alexander was just going to make one start and then go back to the minors and you were never going to hear from him again. I got both hands raised. Exactly. So, yeah, Jason Alexander, he's not a guy where Brewers fans are going, oh, my God, we got another one. We got another one. The Brewers did it again. But for Jason Alexander to do it, he's done and be a serviceable arm for this Brewers organization, 
definitely deserves a Knights Gourmet Popcorn twelve fifty. Definitely an unsung hero. So congratulations to Jason Alexander, an undrafted guy, an undrafted pitcher, but has turned out to be a reliable pitcher for the Milwaukee Brewers. Not great, not anything, you know, it's gonna drive you crazy, but I mean, imagine where the Brewers would be without Jason Alexander. We missing anyone? I'm trying to see. Your boy Mike Brasso batting third last night. Eh. He deserve one. What did he, what has he done? Nothing. Exactly. Uh, He's had a home run here and there. I mean, anyone I else? Any pitchers? No, I think we hit them all. Um, Brent Suter definitely doesn't deserve one. Okay, well then, if we're gonna do a little, Aaron Ashby, step it up. Let's if we're go. gonna do a little awards thing, who was the MVP for the hitting staff in the first half? Um. Hmm. It's, I, would, I it's it's so weird because when you look at the hitters, like I'd go Rowdy Tellez or Willie Adamas, even though his on base percentage is so low. Okay, it's between it's between Willie Adamas, Andrew McCutcheon, and uh, Rowdy Tellez. I would go and Rowdy. This is tough for me because they've all literally had like you know streaks and waves where like they've been yeah. good, and then like now Rowdy's down to like what batting two thirty. McCutcheon's finally, you know, getting back to it after having that 0 for 32 stretch, I believe it was. And then mm-hmm. Willie's been injured and now he's still hitting home runs, but he's not hitting. It's so frustrating. Like, these guys shouldn't get a Knights Gourmet Popcorn 1250 if they're on any other team. But um, I'll probably say Rowdy just because he's obviously been playing, you know, damn okay. every day. Rowdy. But for me, like, it's hard not to say McCutcheon. Yeah, because you look at, I mean, I went through the stats since. The calendar turned over to yeah. June. He's been ridiculous. Right. I mean, to go through that huge slump that he had and to be on the COVID list and come back, and then I think he's leading the Brewers in batting average right now. So Yeah, he's at like 259 now. I think 256 for the entire season among qualified batters. Yeah, Andrew McCutcheon's leading the Brewers with batting average 259 on the year. Um, and then Rowdy Tellez leads the team in OPS with 764. Well, and he's leading him in RBIs too. That's why yeah. I would go with Rowdy. And I give it. I give. I give the edge to Rowdy too for pretty much you know playing every day and all that, and all not, right. not having getting injured and all that. So congratulations to Rowdy Tellez and the uh, Knights Gourmet Popcorn Double Cheddar Cheese MVP of the first half of the season for the Milwaukee Brewers. All right, since we're doing this. Outside of Corbin Burns, we give him the Cy Young, right? Our, um, <laughs> That's pretty Knights easy. Knights Gourmet Popcorn Milwaukee mix, you know, Cy Young of the first half of the season for the yeah, Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah, that'll be obviously Corbin Burns. I don't think we have to talk too much about that. Congratulations. Or is it Devin Williams? No, no, hold on. We'll give Cy Young as Corbin Burns. Okay. All right. Here's the second one. Congratulations. Best reliever. First half. I know we got to get to Knights Gourmet Popcorn, but I was talking to a friend. I am going to make my, I'm going to stake my flag in this claim, and I might throw some Brewers fans off, but I, I, I think if we argued about it for like 15 minutes, I could convince you. Devin Williams is more unhittable than Josh Hader. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll agree with that. All right. Just want to make that clear. I, I fully believe in that. Yeah. I know Josh Hader is. When Devin Williams is going at his best, you can't hit him. Right. Josh Hader's similar, but. He, his Josh big thing Hader is, is just, his fastball is hittable. Right, it's mainly because of arm slot and stuff like that. Devin yeah, Williams yeah. is literally because of what he throws. Um, so we're going with Devin Williams. I got to look this up real quick. We got a, a few minutes here. How many outings has Devin Williams given up runs, and how many outings has Josh Hader given up runs? Well, just look at just look up uh, earned runs. How many have they given up this year? Well, because I don't want to make you because you have one blow up so this year for Devin Williams he's six for six in save opportunities Devin Williams has had three outings this year where he's given up runs 
He's had an outing where he gave up two, another outing where he gave up two, and then an outing where he gave up three. Josh Hader, on the other hand. So it's seven runs total that he's given up this year? I believe so, yes. Okay. And Josh Hader has had, see how many outings he's given up runs. One, two, three, four. Josh Hader's given up nine on the year. One, two, three, four, five. Six innings pitched. Hader has gone 29 and two-thirds of an inning. Uh, he's given up nine earned runs. It's got to be Devin Williams. Devin Williams has pitched 35 and two-thirds of an inning. It's got to be. Seven. It, so Devin I Williams wanna, has not only given up less, but he's pitched more innings I want, than Hader. I really want to take Hader here. I really do. No, but it's it's Devin Williams. So congratulations Devin Williams. to Devin Williams, who gets our Knights Gourmet Popcorn Milwaukee Mix uh, Reliever of the Year. Reliever of the first half. Of the first half. But probably will also be the year, too. Because who yeah, is probably. hitting that changeup? Well, here's the crazy part with Devin Williams, and we'll take a quick break here in just a second. 26 straight scoreless outings, 26. Yeah. The record's 40, and that's something that Hayter tied earlier this year, Ryan Presley. Is that uh, something that Devin Williams could get get close to? I mean, he's still got to do 14 more. That's a lot, but, I mean, come on. He looks untouchable right now. We'll see. All right. That was a fun little segment. Yeah, that's fun. When we come back, more things sponsored by Night's Gourmet Popcorn. It's a fan afternoon show at 12.50 a.m. The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.